so my name is Elizabeth. Uh, thank you so much for being with us today on SaltCast, News That Salt. So today we're talking about creating affirming spaces for queer people in the church. So obviously I had to have on Laura Browder with us today. So Laura is a care and leadership development pastor at New Abbey Church. New Abbey is an affirming church based in Los Angeles. So I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you again for agreeing to do this. I'm very, you know, looking forward to hearing more about your role at New Abbey. Could you tell us like, in a few words, sentences, not words, could you tell us just, you know, briefly what your role is as care and leadership development pastor at New Abbey? Right on. Uh, first off, super excited to be here. Uh, second, you know, it's a new role. I just started in October, so we're still kind of figuring that out. But basically, my main role is to, first off, provide care to people in our church, whether it's meeting up for coffee, helping out with financial, emotional, physical, any kind of need. And that's been really cool to be able to step in and kind of help take care of people. And then on the flip side, I'm very passionate about leadership and leadership growth, leadership development. And so as you know, we're a church that's growing and in the next couple months, maybe a year, we want to be able to have a children's pastor and a youth pastor and a college pastor and have really great smaller groups and to be able to plan retreats and getaways and camps and anything that involves getting outside your comfort zone, anything involves growing, learning, maybe doing an evening college, who knows? I'm probably going to have my hand in that mix. And so I just feel really excited for my job role. I'm excited for you. And could you tell us a little bit briefly about your background and how it kind of like led to you taking on this role? You know what? I, since I was young, I grew up with just a bunch of different ministries, whether it was urban or teenagers, college, just the whole plethora. And since I was young, that's all I've ever wanted to do is work in ministry, did Young Life, went to a leadership school in Australia. And then when I figured out that I was gay, I just felt like I couldn't do any of that. And to be honest, it was paralyzing because I didn't have a plan B since I was 12. That's, that's all I've kind of wanted to do. And um, it was kind of torture. And then next thing you know, my therapist is referring me to this church. And I'm like, there's a gay affirming church. What the heck? And I had been in LA for like five years and I never heard any of it, like anything like this. And I remember being so scared the first day that I like walked up and uh, I don't know, the rest is history. I immediately met Corey and he liked my vibe and it took me a while to slowly convince myself that I could work in a church and be gay. And uh, I'm so thankful for that journey to get here. And so getting this opportunity to be able to work at this church that I love so much and has just helped me. It's just like a dream come true. And so I am beyond excited to see what the future holds. I am beyond excited to see what your future holds as well, especially after watching you preach this past Sunday. I think one thing I really liked the way you said you felt like you were disqualified. And I think a lot of times, you know, we say that to ourselves that like we disqualify ourselves from the, from the plans God has for us. And I feel like that's kind of what you were doing. You were standing in your own way. And the world was joining you because they say, you know, gay people can't be part of a church. So on that point, can you explain a little bit about, like, you know, what an affirming church is? And then also how New Abbey is trying to, you know, how, they're, how they are in an affirming church. What that, kind of what that looks like. I'll stick with that one question for now. What does it mean to be an affirming church? All right. So there's a big difference. And I learned this the hard way between being gay tolerant and being gay affirming. So 
a lot of churches, especially if they're hip and cool and trendy and relevant, are probably gay tolerant. And what that means is you're more than welcome to come and attend church and to be involved. However, you are not allowed to be in any type of leadership role. You're not allowed to be on platform in any kind of capacity. And that's where you really got to ask yourself, you know, is the church affirming or tolerant? So affirming means that not only do we not think that you're disqualified because of your sexuality, but we actually think that God loves you because of it, not, not despite it. And having someone like Corey get in front of the church and week after week, let people know that, that God loves you because of your sexuality, not despite it. And then on top of that, we have representation on platform on a weekly basis is pretty cool. So that's kind of like something to look for. And I think whenever you're engaging in your church, that's something you should probably ask, hey, are you guys gay tolerant or are you gay firming? Um, I personally, even when I was debating if I was gay, if I was bi or straight, I don't know, figuring it out, I knew that even if I was straight and all this, I didn't want to go to a non-affirming church just because it didn't line up with my belief systems. However, I know that those are hard to find. Uh, so do your best. But if you can do your homework, that's what you're shooting for. And it is cool that the congregation of New Abbey, at least when I joined, I heard it was about 50-50. So it's not all gay people. It's people right. that don't want to be part of a church that doesn't affirm gay people um, or anyone in the queer on the queer spectrum. Um, so in terms of problems, queer people do not always feel accepted in church spaces. So in terms of New Abbey, how is New Abbey trying to solve for that issue of queer people not feeling accepted in church or religious spaces? You know, when I have a lot of my queer friends that they're like, I'm not religious, I'm like, I don't blame you. Like, there's really very limited amount of, like, interaction that they've had in church in a positive manner unless they grew up in it and then probably got really burned because of it. And so one, like I mentioned earlier, the fact that we open up every service acknowledging it doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, bi, asexual, like it doesn't matter the whole gamut trans and then we also represent that and you look not only do you see it around in the congregation but you see it on platform you see it highlighted um you see rainbow flags like just all the things that create such a safe space so i think that's important and like i know early on every time i came to new abbey and i would hear that i would secretly cry in my chair just because like one i never thought i'd be able to be in a church that from pulpit would like remind me every week that god loves me because of my sexuality not despite it and that just like messed with me and then two having a world where i could integrate both my sexuality and my faith together was huge so the, the last thing I'll say is probably the thing that changed my life is New Abbey does a great job with our smaller groups about nailing down specific demographics. And so early on, I got plugged into this amazing small group called Lavender Mafia that was designed specifically for queer Christians. And yeah, I could have joined so many other small groups, but I'm so thankful that every week I got to be around, surrounded by people that were kind of going through the same things I was going through, going on the journey, had gone through even like greater things than I had yet. And I was constantly encouraged by their bravery, their courage, their transparency. So I honestly don't think I would be where I'm at right now if I wasn't in that smaller group. So shout out to Lavender Mafia. I love that. And I think it just shows that it is, the church is such a community and yes. people really do make the church. And I think that is something that is a hard, you know, a hard truth because it's, it can be in the, the benefit of the church or it's in the detriment of the church where you have some congregations that really tear people down for their you know, sexualities or um, you know, number of things, getting a divorce even, just all these things that 
you know, should not disqualify you from a relationship with God, but seem to because that's what the church, you know, parishioners say. And so I also think it's a hard thing because, you know, people count themselves out from having a relationship with God, thinking that they can't be part of a church. That's not possible when it's not really the case. But a church makes it a heck of a lot easier when you have that support like New Abbey provides. Um, so you kind of mentioned this. I don't know if you have any other things to add, but do you feel like, like in terms of how New Abbey specifically is doing things differently than other affirming church spaces, is there anything you would, I don't know if you've been to other affirming churches or know of you know any that you've previously attended. Um, I, I haven't really. I have but. any specifics right off the top of my head, but I do know I've had conversations where, and, and neither one of these is right or wrong, if that makes sense. But there are people in the affirming community that are like Matthew Vines, for example, who are passionate about getting traditional church structures to re-examine how they view gay people versus I know New Abbey's more of like, that sounds like a lot of work rather than trying to change already institutionalized structures. We just want to create a new place. We want to pioneer a new thing. We want to pioneer a new standard for what affirming places should be. And I kind of like that. And I kind of like that I'm in this city that I'm blessed to be able to be on a cutting edge church um, so I kind of like that mindset They're They're really just like, Hey, we just want like, you look at Corey, our pastor comes from a mega church background and basically was like, I'm going to, you know, rather than try to fight the man or fight the structure, I'm just going to create my own thing and create my own safe place. And I don't know. I think there's really a lot of beauty in that. Yeah, I do think that's beautiful. I do think that is a distinct difference because I know there's, you know, there is that movement and Matthew Vines, for those of you who don't know, um, in the audience, he wrote a book called God and the Gay Christian, which I highly recommend because it really does kind of reexamine the biblical text and kind of show you that it isn't the way we necessarily grew up believing it is. Um, and he does a lot of work in, in that space. And so I think it's valid work and valuable, you know, and seeing the textual way that the queer affirming Christian exists. Um, but I do feel like the Church of New Abbey, the culture it's created, is a very uh, unique thing that is um, makes is a reason to make it special um, as a church. So, kind of personally for you, I guess maybe you could talk a little bit about kind of maybe your experience. I know that's a little hard to do, but in terms of like I guess coming to your own sexuality while kind of also discovering New Abbey, because I feel like those things kind of happen synonymously. And you were always in the church, like you said, as a leader, but the fact that you were never out in the church until kind of more recently. Yeah, man, honestly, these last 12 months have just been life changing, actually. So my birthday's in September and a year ago, uh, I had my friends had an intervention and it was the best thing that happened to me that on a FaceTime call, my friend looked at me and she goes, you know what? We believe that you can be gay and Christian, but we don't think you believe that because it's so true. As I had started to dabble and switch my bumble to women, I kind of had like my gay friends over here and then my church friends over here. And I didn't want the two to mix. And like my gay friends had no clue that I just love Jesus so much. And my church friends had no idea that I kind of wanted to kiss girls. And when she challenged me on that, I was like, Ooh, because regardless, like when they're separated, they each don't get to really know the full me because those are both huge parts of my identity, huge parts of who I am. And so luckily my therapist told me about New Abbey and then I got to that small group. And I think just like 
week after week, having a soundboard and then also like coming to church and being around even all these straight people that were affirming. Like I remember like mumbling and in tears, like, I think I'm gay. And these like straight couples are just like, we love it. Like they're here to champion that was just really, really healthy for me. And then starting to like dig up the dreams again, dig up the visions that I've had for my life. Like, is this real? Like I had kind of buried them. Um, but yeah, I like power of community and power of representation and power of culture. And those are things that I'm passionate about. And I want to try to spend my time and effort uh, getting behind. How can we get more representation, build more communities that are affirming um, and build stronger cultures, whether you're straight, gay, trans, doesn't matter, like that you can just be totally embraced. Cause that's the message of new Abbey is we believe that you are inherently valuable because you are made in the image of God. So as is on your worst day, your best day. And we're going to tell you that every week. So it really doesn't matter who you are, who you kiss, who you don't kiss, what doesn't matter. And I just love that. I love that too. I, it's just such an inclusive place and they really are, I feel solving for that problem of, you know, people feeling alienated from the church, rejected from the church, judged by the church, and then, you know, by the byproduct being judged and criticized and rejected by God, which is not the same. You know, people reject people, but God does not reject people. God only accepts and loves people and wants the best for them. So I think that's the huge thing about New Abbey, um, that it provides this place, a way for people to return to their faith, that they maybe got strayed from or never found in the first place, so they didn't believe it was a possibility for them. Um, so my final question for you is what advice would you have for others, whether it's individuals or churches who are trying to solve for this um, problem? It's a good question. I think for me early on when I was trying to become more self-accepting of my sexuality, I was trying to be around queer people, which was great. But then my friend was like, I think you need to find queer Christians. And I'm like, do those exist? <laughs> you know? And, uh, and it's true. Like I, I'd spent two years getting drinks, going out with a bunch of lesbians, but that only goes so far. And within like nine months of me being in a community of queer Christians, it actually healed, it healed me and brought me to a place of just deep self-acceptance. And so they are out there. Uh, if you can, I know meetup groups, Facebook, Instagram, start your own. Um, I know Elizabeth, you do such a good job of like creating that community, creating that connection, because that's honestly the things that changed my life. So um, do what you can to recognize that there is queer Christian community out there. I know that there's a conference a lot of my friends go to in January every year, like I think it was in Florida, but there's conferences out there. There is community for you. So find it. It's going to help you. It's going to help you work through your core beliefs and ultimately get you to a place of self-acceptance. I love that. And it's so, so true. It's just, you know, community is everything and feeling that, you know, you're not in this alone. And I think that's an amazing thing that New Abbey provides specifically is that, you know, feeling that you're not alone in this, that you have a family and New Abbey is your family. So um, thank you again so much, Laura. It was so wonderful chatting always, every time we chat. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate all the work you're doing with New Abbey. I can't wait to see where it takes you. Uh, Elizabeth, you're the best. You know, I just think you're just such a hero. So oh, thanks for having this conversation with me. You're you're legendary, actually. Oh my gosh! Well, I just always enjoy watching you on stage and chatting with you off stage. So um, thanks again for everything you're doing, and obviously hope to talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye, guys. Good Bye. Luck with